So how do you maintain heart-healthy habits during the holiday season? Well, let's find out as we talk with Dr. Lokesh Gowda, a non-invasive cardiologist with the UPMC Heart and Vascular Institute. Dr. Gowda is board certified by the American Board of Internal Medicine in both cardiovascular disease and interventional cardiology, and we are thrilled to have him as our guest today as he talks about how to maintain heart-healthy habits during the holiday season. This is Healthier You, the podcast from UPMC in central Pennsylvania. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Gouda, thank you so much for your time. It is great to talk with you. So we know fitness and nutrition are the key components to maintaining heart health. What is your advice in making good choices while also not feeling deprived, especially when many of us have an all or nothing mentality about food and exercise? So it's very important to realize that food is an important part of our lives. For many people, their cultures revolve around food. So it's important for everybody, their food traditions and their favorite foods. So around the holidays, especially, there are some specific foods that are cooked and people enjoy them. And I do not believe that people should be denying themselves of these favorite foods, especially if it is done in moderation. But obviously, in certain situations, including cardiac patients, this does pose a challenge. So I would recognize this and therefore I would mention that whenever you choose a food, be aware that this will influence your body sugar levels, your blood pressure, your cholesterol, and all of those things. So these conditions can in turn lead to heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and even some cancers. So it is very important for us to choose what we eat On the same hand, I would like to say that obviously during holiday season, you do have some favorite foods of yours. As long as they're in moderation, it should be fine. Okay, so moderation is the key. And when you're talking about food that is good for our heart, can you share with us some foods that are known to be good for heart health? Absolutely. Foods that are rich in omega-3 fatty acids are very heart healthy. And these include fish like salmon, some kinds of tuna, like albacore tuna. So in general, when you go to the store, obviously you cannot figure out which fish is the best. But if you are able to touch a fillet of fish and there's oil on your fingers, that's the kind of fish that you want. In addition, extra virgin olive oil and certain nuts like almonds, walnuts, of course, not roasted and not salted because those are not good for you. (laughs) So these things are good. And avocados are another group. But in general, heart health is more supported by certain food groups, mainly of the plant variety. If you eat a lot of meat, that's not good for you. If you eat a lot of fried food, that's not good for you. Anything that is processed is not good for you, including processed sugars. So a diet then of omega-3 foods coupled with a plant-based diet, that seems like the best way to go. And speaking of omega-3 foods, how often should someone consume omega-3 foods? Should have at least two servings of oily, fatty fish each week. So that doesn't mean that you have to eat fish every meal, obviously. And another option is you can do some amount of supplementation. However, there have been studies that Fish oils are not as good as actually eating fish. In addition, the fruits and vegetables you should include in your daily diet. Whole grains, if possible, should be used in your daily diet. This also helps in maintaining a healthy weight. 
which obviously you should also try to maintain by regular exercise. And speaking of exercise, physical activity certainly is a big part of the formula when it comes to our overall health. So as we enter the winter facing frigid temps, snow and ice, you know how that can prevent folks from getting outside to walk. And with the pandemic, gyms and other fitness facilities may not be an option either. How can people get the exercise they need to strengthen their heart and lungs? Sure. Very good question, especially in the Northeast when for three to four months, we really cannot be going out. But, and this is my personal belief because I have also been a victim of this thought process. Most days during winter aren't bad. If the weather is even in the 50s, you can bundle up and you can take brisk walks because that will help the circulation going. It's also good for your mind because you're going outdoors instead of being locked up indoors, especially with this pandemic and people are not able to go anywhere like a restaurant or even a gym. Just getting out of the house and walking briskly. And when I say briskly, the walk should be brisk enough to induce sweat. So that is sort of like a poor man's assessment of whether you are getting your heart rate up to a healthy level or not. That's one of the main things that you can do. In addition, a little bit of what we call as resistance training within the house. And you don't really have to do a whole lot. A little bit of a small dumbbell or core strengthening exercises like a little bit of push-ups or planking. These things will go a long way. This will improve not just the cardiac health, but also the pulmonary health. So you know you're doing it right when you work up a sweat. So that's really good, easy information to remember. So what is the exact benefits of exercise on our hearts and lungs? What are the physiological changes that can happen when you exercise? When people exercise, I don't want to make it too medical sounding, but what happens is their heart rate goes up, their arteries dilate, causing improved circulation to different parts of the body. Now, this transient increase in blood pressure and vasodilatation or arterial dilatation will actually cause long-term reduction in blood pressure. And blood pressure, as you know, is one of the risk factors for cardiovascular events. In addition, the cholesterol metabolism or the blood sugar metabolism in the body also improves with exercise. As far as the lungs are concerned, the lungs will expand. We don't realize this, but when we are just sitting sedentary, our lungs don't even work up to the capacity they're supposed to. And that is not good in general for the lungs, but also can lead to infections if you don't take deep breaths once in a while. So especially this is applicable to people who are older, who are more prone to infectious processes, including the present pandemic. So the benefits are clear, and even just getting outside for a brisk walk can help you work up that sweat. That certainly is a benefit to your heart and lungs. Absolutely. So, Dr. Gouda, the holidays are just about upon us, and you know that brings its share of stress with you know, shopping, decorating, cooking, and now, of course, we're in a pandemic, which creates even more anxiety or demands because of social distancing among family and friends with the recommendations not to gather. That alone can produce anxiety and depression. And, of course, anxiety and depression are additional contributors to poor heart health. So what should people who feel lonely or overwhelmed during the holidays and on top of this, a pandemic, what can they do to help themselves? 
It's a very important question because mental health is a big part of physical health. Unfortunately, and I'm not being pessimistic here, I'm just saying that unfortunately, it's also very important for everybody in this pandemic to be very careful, especially with people people with pre-existing conditions. That means diabetes, high blood pressure, previous history of heart disease, anything of that sort, because they are more prone to get a more severe form of this infection. That having been said, there are certain things that you can do in order to prevent increased stress. That includes plan everything in advance. I know we are probably not left with much time for Thanksgiving, but definitely for Christmas and New Year, we still have some time. So we can plan things in advance. Obviously, meditation, if that is possible, is a good tool to reduce anxiety and stress. And in general, please take your medications that you're supposed to take because If your blood pressure is not already under control, then that will add to the stress. So these are some of the tricks that we can use. I am of the understanding that these are very trying times, very stressful times, not even including the holidays, just because of the pandemic. And I'm hopeful that the light is visible at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully we can get a vaccine and this will all go down. Well, you are not kidding about that. I think we all share that exact same feeling. So some really good tips, Dr. Gouda. Plan everything in advance. Meditate if you can. If you haven't done it before, at least check it out. It is very beneficial. And then if you are on any medications, make sure you keep taking those medications. Well, this has been really informative and helpful, Dr. Gouda. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. That's Dr. Lokesh Gowda. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Healthier You, the podcast from UPMC in central Pennsylvania. I'm Bill Klamparoth. Thanks for listening.